What is up, Tan and J-Man Show Nation? It's January 8th, 2024, episode 373 of the Tan and J-Man Show is live on the ISC Sports Network, on the ISC Sports Network YouTube channel and their X channel, and the Tan and J-Man Show Facebook page and X channel. And if you're listening wherever you listen to your podcast at, please hit that follow button if you haven't already. And give us that five-star rating and review. We'd really appreciate it. With all that mumbo-jumbo said, J-Man, how are you tonight? What's going on? I'm doing all right. It's freezing here. We're about to get a snowstorm uh, overnight tonight uh, after getting our first uh, couple inches of snow of the year on Saturday. So uh, not looking forward to that, but uh, can't complain. Yeah, it looks like we might be getting some snow, too, a couple inches. I uh, just heard on the news it's been 300 days since Fort Wayne has got a total of an inch during a single wow. day. That's crazy. So, pretty due for it, I would say. 300 days. Man, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Long time. Not as many episodes as we, we've been popping out as this is episode 373. Pretty close, though. Pretty close. Pretty uh, close. But, uh, I have some birdie bogey here for you. Jordan right. Love finished with 4,159 passing yards and 32 passing touchdowns. There are only two quarterbacks in NFL history to exceed both of those totals in their first season as a full-time starter. Can you name those two quarterbacks? No, I cannot, but I'll give my best effort. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House has upscale cuisine, excuse me, upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere located 703 Main Street in Rochester, Indiana. Uh, they are back open to their regular business hours now that the holidays are over. So $2 whole smoked wings and $1 off domestic brewskis every Monday. And I go in there and ask them to turn on the Tan and J-Man show. Yeah, I'm sure they had some good business today. Um, tonight and today, I know the city of Rochester was itching for them to get open again after a nice little break for their employees for the holidays. So yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you're there, um, hopefully you're watching the show. I don't know if they have it on TV, but if not, uh, go, go there next Monday and tell them, tell them we told you to put it on. So yes, sir. college football national championship game tonight, Jan, yeah. uh, it, it says 7.30 on TV, but I think the kickoff's actually going to be around 7.45. I hate that. Mistaken. I hate it. <laughs> At least they moved it up an hour completely yeah. this year. If not, like, almost two. I mean, remember remember when he used to, like, not get over till after midnight, basically? Yeah. It's been a good eight or nine years since I've seen the end of a college football national championship game. Uh, now that I have a newborn, it might be a better chance for me to actually – watch the end of it because she'll be up but uh yeah i'm glad they moved it up of course being in central time helps for sure uh but still the games are four four and a half hours long it's way too long they need to do something about that in college football i am more excited about the rumored ncaa football 2025 video game commercial than anything else yeah <laughs> uh have, have they said when it's gonna air or is it just going to be sometime during the game? I have not seen that. So um, mm. I guess they're going to keep us on their toes. Uh, who do you think is deserving to be on the cover of that video game? Man. Because um, you can really go two directions. You can go present player or past player, really, now. I assume it's going to be a past player. Um I know what I would do if I had control. Man, I have no idea. I don't even have a like a I would put a collaboration um, of every Heisman trophy winner since the last game came out. That's good. That's what I'd do. That's but good. they probably won't. They probably won't. Um they yeah. should just put it up to a fan voting, really. Yeah. Well, we saw how that happened in the NFL and Peyton Hillis won that year, so which is still awesome though. <laughs> Worst worst cover athlete probably of all time or one of, of any, them. Yeah, of any uh, video game. I don't know. The Jared Zabrowski that one year for Boise State. That was a pretty weak NCAA football cover. Yeah. He he was pretty big name, though, back when Boise State was good. And Well, Palin Hills was a pro bowler at the time. He was a pro bowler. I'll give him that. Yeah, he was a um, one, one-hit wonder. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. But uh, who do you like in tonight's game? I know Michigan's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, 
I it's part of my bold predictions actually. So I'll spoil one of my bold predictions. I think Washington upsets them. I really do uh, think Washington upsets them. Um, Michael Penix playing at a very high level. He hasn't probably faced a defense like this all year, though, um, in Michigan's defense, especially that <clears throat> the defensive line uh, where uh, Washington's offensive line is going to uh, have their work cut out for him. But uh, a lot of skill position players um, that he can throw the ball to. And uh, I, I just, for whatever reason, I'm probably going with I hate Michigan so much I'm not going to pick them. Uh, but uh, give me Washington. Uh, do you think Indiana is going to put up a banner um, claiming a national title because their former quarterback and former offensive coordinator uh, will have won a title should Washington win? No, I don't. I actually don't <laughs> think they will. Uh, but but I will say they can they can claim Michael Penix a lot more than they can Caleb DeBoer. DeBoer was there one year. Yeah, Penix was there multiple years, even though he kept getting injured. Uh, when he was healthy there, he was he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, uh, it, it's, it's amazing me how well Penix has done these past two years at Washington. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'll be there at 12 when the Broncos are picking, but I'm starting to talk myself into it. If he is, the only reason I've been hesitant is he has been injury prone, but with that said, he hasn't got hurt the last two years at Washington. So yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, yeah it, it'll be interesting. He's kind of I, – I don't even know who to compare him to. I know he's he's left-handed and all that, so you can make obvious comparisons to a current NFL quarterback. But um, I, I just – I have a hard time envisioning him in the NFL for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, – I almost just spoiled one of my bold predictions, but I'll <laughs> – I'll, I'll save it for that for that part. But I will be rooting for Washington. Mm-hmm. However, I think Michigan wins. I think Michigan wins 27 to 20 tonight. That'll be a good game. Yeah, it should be a good game. Um, it's interesting that John Harbaugh will be in attendance to watch his brother Jim tonight. They do have a bye week yeah. this week in the playoffs, which we'll be talking about that here too. Um, but with all the college football uh, championship talk we've been doing, that is what my word association is related to tonight. All right, so let me pull up my list. I'm looking at the list of the college football playoff MVPs. Okay. Did you know there's an offensive and defensive MVP? Because I, I did not. I did not. I did not know that. But I am just going to give you the offensive ones because looking at the defensive ones, honest to God, I've only heard of two of them. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot more. Okay, three of them now. I'm sure a lot more of them are in the pros, but the offensive ones are like – the main dudes who are definitely yeah. still in the NFL. So we'll start back in 2015, which was the inaugural year of the college football playoff. Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott, running back Ohio State. Um, yeah, uh, he uh, looked like he was going to be an absolute superstar in the NFL, and then he just kind of fizzled out, uh, got slow. Um, a great, obviously, college football running back. I, we probably both had the opportunity to see him play live in college. I know I did. I don't know if you did with Purdue. Oh, uh, I think he was part of that Iowa State club that beat Daryl Hazel like 100 to zero. So yeah, <laughs> in 2013, seven yeah. touchdowns for Zeke that day. Yeah, um, decent NFL career. Nothing special. Mm-hmm. 2016, OJ Howard, tight end, Alabama. Yeah, he uh first round pick at Alabama by Tampa Bay. I thought he was going to be a stud tight end. It just never really panned out. He had some decent years, especially when Tom Brady got there. But uh, I don't know if is he still hanging around the league. I don't think he is. If so, he's a second or third string tight end mm-hmm. somewhere. So the uh, defensive MVP that year was Eddie Jackson, safety okay. from Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. The defensive uh, MVP the year before us was Tyvis Powell, safety from Ohio State. Couldn't die. 2017, Deshaun Watson, Clemson. Um, is that the year he threw to Renfro, or was that the next year? That was the year he threw to Renfro, yes. Yeah. Um, obviously, <clears throat> good college quarterback, good with the Texans, and then, of course, the stuff came out about him, and now he's uh, maybe going to be replaced by Joe Flacco next year. Who knows? I think he'll be back being their starter. I don't think Flacco's on the Browns next no, year. It's I, been I, a great I, story, but. I would be surprised. The defense MVP that year was Ben Balwer. Ben Balwer? Balwer, sorry. Balwer, yeah. yep. uh, he's, he's hung around the NFL for a little while. Defensive lineman, I think. 
2018, Tua. Tua. Alabama. Uh, yeah, obviously came, that that was the year he came in uh, at halftime and uh, took over for Hertz and then threw an absolute seed to uh, Devontae Smith to win it. Uh, but overtime uh, against Georgia. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about him a little bit. Uh, the defensive MVP that year is Deron Payne, defense tackle for Alabama. Good, uh, pretty good defensive lineman for uh, Washington. I think that's where it is. 2019, Trevor Lawrence, Clemson. Um, yeah, great college quarterback. Uh, yeah, just I just think he's very overrated in the NFL, and he doesn't get the flack he probably deserves. I know he's dealt with injuries this year, but there was zero excuse to go into Tennessee and play as bad as he did yesterday. Yeah, I part of me wonders if he would have been better just to sit out yesterday, but then I don't think Jaguars had any chance. No, they definitely. So I think he had to try to get it out. Um, next year's gonna be a big year for him. I really Huge. think. Yeah, because I'm not joining you in the category of that. I think he sucks just yet. But I, if he struggles next year, yeah. then maybe I maybe I will. I, so. I, I don't think he sucks. I think he's incredibly overrated because he was a number one overall pick. And, uh, That's fair. He had that huge comeback in the playoffs last year that they shouldn't have yeah. probably even made last year. They were just a product of a bad division, and they couldn't well, win the, this year. The, the, the reason he probably doesn't get the flag, J-Man, is you think he should. He's played for Jaguars. That's it. That's probably fair. Defense MVP that year was Trayvon Mullen. Cornerback from yeah. Clemson. I think see at. See, I've heard a lot of names, but I couldn't place him on any oh, roster. No way. Just, I'm sure he's playing, but 2020, Joe Burrow, LSU. Oh man. Maybe we, maybe the best season quarterback yeah. ever had. That is maybe the most loaded offense um that we've ever seen in college football. Uh Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. I think Chase sat out that year, didn't he? Or was I think he, he did. Yeah. I think he did. Um no, he, he sat out twenty following year. Yeah, sat out the following year because the following year was technically COVID year. Oh yeah, you're year. right. You're right. You're so, right. You're yeah, right. So he yeah. sat out that year. So yeah, he, he had unbelievable numbers that year, along with Jefferson, along with a few other guys. Uh the defense MVP that year, Patrick Queen, linebacker. Oh, Rose. really good linebacker linebacker, mm-hmm. yeah. Twenty twenty one, Devontae Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. Heisman. Uh, wide receiver Heisman having a good NFL career. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's not really talked about that much because he plays opposite AJ Brown, who is a uh, big name and also kind of a hothead a little bit. So he's made himself um, known for some of the stuff he does off the field. Um, I mean, he's not a bad guy off the field, but uh, he's just kind of more of a loud personality compared to Devontae. The uh, defense MVP that year is Christian Barrymore. Hmm. Defense tackle Alabama. Yeah. And lastly, because this guy was the MVP 2022 and 2023, Stetson Bennett. About 35 years old playing uh, <laughs> college football. Um, yeah, he, he he was a product of having a really good team around. He's, he was a good college quarterback, I'll give him that. But uh, great team around him, and now um, he's had some off-the-field issues, and uh, I think he's still on the restricted list, or he's like voluntary retired list or something like that with the Rams. Okay. All right. And the uh, defensive MVPs for Georgia last two years, 2022, is Lewis Kine, Sign, mm-hmm. C-I-N-E, yeah, NFL defensive back. And then Javon uh, Ballard, um, Ballard defensive back, defensive back as well. So, yep. Yep. A lot of good players. A lot of the same programs, pretty much. That's what's refreshing about this year's <laughs> national championship to me is, I mean, Michigan hasn't won since 97. Washington hasn't won since 91. So yeah, get some new blood in there a little bit. Uh, it's crazy to think they're going to be called uh, conference foes starting next year. Yeah. Oh, the, the the Big Ten will definitely claim Washington tonight. Yes, yes they will. You're right. You're right. They will. They will hang a banner in the Big Ten headquarters <laughs> if they need to. So. But that was good to do before the Word Association segment, which is brought to you by, like it is every week, Performer Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for an extra trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting in 2024, Performer Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source of print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574-210-38. One five. 
All right, J-Man. Uh, well, let's get into our bold predictions. Our let's second round of eight. So we're going bold predictions nine through 16. This was hard. I can't imagine how difficult next week's going to be. Um, I had this on here last year, but uh, the NFL's got to hire full-time refs eventually. It seems like the refs are under an absolute microscope, and it's getting worse each and each week. Uh, so I, that is my first bold prediction tonight. NFL hires full-time referees. I hope that comes correct because, <clears throat> man, uh, I could go on. I could do a whole podcast, I feel like, on NFL referees and college basketball referees yeah. this year because I think they keep getting worse and worse. So. Uh, my first bull prediction tonight, there will be five quarterbacks selected in the first round of this year's NFL draft. Name them. Well, you got um, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Michael Pinks Jr., and I think Bo Nix goes yeah. in the first round. I that. think there's that many desperate teams yeah. that, I mean, you could wait and try to get maybe J.J. McCarthy because I don't think he'll be a first-rounder unless he tests out really well. You can wait to get him a later round or some uh, some other guys. I know the kid from Tulane. A lot of people are high on him. Um, got the kid from Washington State. I can't think of their names right now. Yeah. Uh, Quinn, Quinn Ewers could be first round if he comes out. I haven't heard if he's going to or not. Um, so maybe there's more than five, but I think I'm, I'm sticking with five first round. Uh, we have not had a repeat World Series winner since the Yankees in 2000, and we once again will not have a repeat World Series winner. Um, it's so tough to do in baseball more than any other. It's tough to do in any sport, but more than any other sport, baseball is, for whatever reason, really difficult. And uh, Rangers should be really good again, but I um, just don't think they win it. Well, I am going baseball-related with my next one as well. Uh, and I had this on my list last year, and it didn't come to fruition, but I think this year does. 2024 will be Aaron Boone's last season as the Yankees manager. It's got to happen eventually. I know I'm going to keep putting on there. And if they happen. don't win this year, he definitely has to. I mean, they trade for Juan Soto. They're trying to get some other guys. So, yeah. 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 Um, Bill Belichick finally hangs it up. I know there are rumors he could go to Washington or even L.A. Uh, Chargers. I don't know if both teams would probably have to trade for him. Could could be back in New England, too. But I, I just feel like with the way the season went that he uh, he finally hangs it up for good. Well, I will move one of mine later on my list up to kind of piggyback off yours. Uh, my bold prediction is Mike Vrabel will be the New England Patriots head coach in 2024. All right. All right. I think he would have to be traded, I believe, because he's under contract by the Titans. But there's a report that came out today that Vrabel would be interested if if the opening came available. That, in New England. That is so rare to see an NFL head coach leave for another head coaching job on his own. Usually they get fired or whatever. So that mm-hmm. might be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Rodgers plays all 17 games next year, but the Jets still miss the playoffs. I could see it. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see it. It's, it's. We thought the hype was there this year with the Jets with Rodgers, and then you know he tears his Achilles with four plays into the season. I don't know if we've seen what media coverage is going to be till next year's Jet squad. Yeah. It's gonna be miserable because it is literally the whole team is him. So. Yeah. At least two of the four major winners in the major tournaments this year will be won by players from Liv. Uh, last year, Brooks Kepka was the only one. I mean, in hindsight, John Rahm technically now, but two active Liv guys. Uh, or at least, yeah, yeah, two active Liv guys. Or I guess it doesn't have to be two. I guess Brooks Kepka could win two of them or John Rahm could win two of them because all I stated was two of the four majors will be won by Liv players. So, yeah. Um, 13 of 14 Big Ten basketball coaches will return. The one guy that won't, Juwan Howard. Well, I got to move one of mine up again because I'm kind of right there with you. I put this season will be the last for at least two Big Ten basketball coaches. I think Juwan Howard's one of them. Others, I could see it. I could see Fran McCaffrey, possibly. I could possibly see Mike Woodson. If things go south in Bloomington, because I I don't know. I think it would be too soon because he has got them to back back in state tournaments. But man, after that loss to Nebraska, their fans were pretty vocal online. They were, but then they bounced back and beat Ohio State at home. So. Right. I, um, I don't know. That that fan base, though, which I, I can't really say anything because the Illinois fan base is just as bad. Um, Every fan base has it's, it's some. The, 
every fan base is the exact same. Let's be honest. They're the exact same. Except oh. I think my I think my fan base is might might be the most paranoid. I don't even I mean for good reason. <laughs> I mean they're you know which I think a majority of the fan base is enjoying this season, don't get me wrong, but there's some that just I don't think they can ever enjoy anything. Yeah, wait ever. wait for the uh other other shoe to drop. Yep. Yeah, yep. Which, so which and, 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 and one other dark horse one, I don't think he will. I think he's got a few years left. I wish he would. I think he's got a few years left. Maybe maybe his retires. Maybe uh, he he kind of went yeah. on a rant last he night. He sounded sounded like uh, an old man. You know, it was it was funny because like he was like whining about how Northwestern could get away with being physical, but yet he loved it. He loved the way Northwestern was playing. It's like, come he on, man! Ripped on an- analytics, and that's kind of taken over at sports. And there's a reason why Michigan State hasn't been nearly as good the past couple of years because he hasn't embraced it. And the Teams that have, like Matt Painter and Brad Underwood, really embrace analytics. Well, look at them. They've been the yeah. two best teams in the I, Big Ten the past four years. So I, I really think the Izzo era has lost its steam in Michigan yeah, State. It just is what it is anymore. And they still get good recruits because, I mean, it's still a high-level program. And it kind of, kind of in a way, almost recruits itself yeah. based on their uh, success, historic success. But I don't know. I just don't and, don't. Yeah. At the same time, they had a they have a top ten recruit on their team that's not even getting any minutes at all in Xavier Booker. So, yeah, yeah, and then they have former five star Malik Hall that just disappears and does nothing at times. So, um, Juwan Howard pulled a weird stunt yesterday and had um, Phil Martelli coach because he's from Philadelphia. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, that that was strange. It's one Very of the weirdest. Weirdest situations I've ever seen in college basketball is what's going on in in Arbor right now. Up up 10 at halftime, then give up 52 points in the second half and get blown out out of the gym by a bad Penn State team. Mm -hmm. That Penn State team's terrible, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Tyreek Hill goes over 2,000 yards next season. Um, I I think if he... If if he would have stayed healthy and was able to play against the Cowboys, and if Waddle would have stayed healthy uh, for the final two games, I think Tyreek gets there. Uh, But... Neither happened. So I'm interested to see what he does in his revenge game at Arrowhead this weekend. Yeah. Uh, this is a really bold one, but yet I kind of put a lot of teams in it to give myself a chance. Either the Minnesota Timberwolves, Oklahoma City Thunder, Los Angeles Clippers, or Sacramento Kings will win the NBA championship. There you go. I think three of those teams have never done it. They are the one seed right now in the Thunder to three, and the Clippers are the four. And the Kings are right there. The Kings might be four Clippers five. They're all right there. The Kings have technically won it, won a championship in 1951, but they were the Royals at the hmm. time. So since they've been the Kings, they haven't. But those other three teams I named, they're three of the three of the remaining teams in the NBA that have never won. The Timberwolves the have never been to the finals. Yeah. So here are the Clippers. So uh, I hinted at this earlier and spoiled it earlier, but I think Washington upsets Michigan beats uh, or wins the national title tonight. I think Nikola Jokic will win his third MVP in the last four seasons. His his buzzer beater the other night against uh, Golden State. That's funny. It's two um, years in a row he's hit a buzzer beater against them. It's the wildest thing watching that guy just looking at him beat you every single night. So uh, he, it's incredible. He's arguably the best basketball player in the world, and he just looks like he yeah. shouldn't be a basketball player, even though he's huge. But. Um, my final one here, uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift get engaged and the world spontaneously combusts. And we live. I thought, thought you were going to, I thought you were going to say they bro- they break up. That's, I was going to, well, I, I think that one's a pretty obvious one. That's why these are called bold predictions. There, Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> you might go out a little bolder than I do. Cause you got one right last year. I should I, I should go safer bets this year than I did last year, but clearly not. Well, uh, we're we're expanding college football playoff next year to twelve teams, right? Mm-hmm. The Big Ten will have three of those twelve. Who's who's the third? Well, it would it, well. Here's I looked up how it works, um, and they might have to change it since the Pac-12 folded. But the the top. Um, so the conference champions all get in. Mm-hmm. They're the top-ranked conference champions. So then it said there were six of them. Then you take your top-rated six remaining teams. So, my goodness, it could be six of them. 
ACC, yeah, it's at six of them on the ACC, NCAA website. Big 12, SEC, Big 10. But this was made in... Pac-12, is it still a thing? Yeah. It's not, but... I mean, that's why I said it's got to be rewritten on that website because okay. I don't know. I'll have to do more research. But Big Ten gets three of 12 teams. Three of the 12 teams. Right. I like and it. Because, I mean, look at the 18 teams division, these 18 team conference. I mean, you're going to have, you're already loaded with Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. Then throw in Washington, Oregon, USC. I'm not throwing UCLA in there. Yeah. yeah I like their chances. Good list. I'm dreading next week's because I'm yeah. about tapped already. <laughs> I know it's and every year it's like, oh, we're only adding one more. How how much more difficult can it be? Well, it's it's pretty difficult. Pretty difficult. And, pretty difficult. Yeah. So, do <clears throat> you want to get educated here real quick? Yes, sir. On this day in 1913, Chicago Cubs legend Frank Chance became manager of the New York Yankees. He took a chance becoming the Yankees manager. <laughs> On this day in 1955, Georgia Tech ended Kentucky's 130-game home basketball win streak. 130 in a row. On this day in 1962, 21-year-old future Hall of Fame golfer Jack Nicklaus made his professional debut. He didn't do too bad for himself. (laughs) He tied for 50th in the L.A. Open. On this day in 1972, the NCAA announced freshmen can play on teams starting in the fall. They used to not be able to. Yeah, I. That's interesting to know it was that year. I I couldn't have yeah. told you what year, but it's it's hard to imagine a world where freshmen couldn't be eligible. Yeah. On this day in 1984, the NCAA announced that basketball the basketball tournament will have 64 teams. Please keep it at 68. No yes, please. please. We don't need 90 some. On this day in a lot of AFC NFC championship games. Um if you get in the two thousands or maybe even the late nineties, I might be able to get some of those. On this day in nineteen ninety six, for the first time in twenty five years, no one is elected into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. That was right after the sh- or that was two years after the strike. Never mind. <clears throat> yeah. On this day in 2000, the Music City Miracle um, happened. Frank Wycheck just passed away a few weeks yes, ago. Yes, he did. Yes, he was he the did. guy that threw it. Beat the Bills. On this day in 2007, who won the ninth BCS championship? That was um, Florida over Ohio State. You are correct. Ted Ginn Eddie. took off. Back yeah. the opening kickoff, and then they got smacked. Got hurt. And he got hurt on the opening kickoff, even though he took it back, I think, didn't he? Yeah, he pulled something, didn't he? Yeah. Did he I don't know. In 2009, who won the BCS National Championship? That was also Florida. Mm-hmm. It, they uh, beat – who did they beat? Oklahoma. Dang, you're pretty good at that. I would have had no shot. Uh, on this day in 2012, what happened, Tanner? On this day in 2012, I'm not talking about it. No, you should be. Oh, happy about you, this. you said 13. It was the Tim Tebow game against the against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. It was Tim Tebow's last uh, NFL passing touchdown. Yep. Tim Tebow. I thought, I thought you said 2013. I'm like, yep. I'm not talking about it. Tim Tebow's five-second loop-de-doop release somehow threw an 80-yard touchdown pass. Well, Demarius Thomas caught the ball where where, uh, Clark should have been, who couldn't play Mm because of sickle cell, and uh, just took it to the house. On this day in 2018, who won the college football national championship? Did you hear me? Yeah, I did, 2018. I'm I'm trying to think in my head. Well, Clemson was 17 and 19. You literally just Eight. had this on your. Uh, I know, I know. That's what I tried to think. Alabama beat somebody. Alabama beat Georgia. Yep, it was the oh, uh, two one yeah. game. Yeah, one of the greatest ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's going to do it for on this day this week.
All right, I finally held my own in some of those. Um, that is the Honest Day segment, which is brought to you by, like it is every week, Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of Texas with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs that fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects by visiting them at Mooney Woodcrafts on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you let them know the Tan and J-Man show sent you, you get 15% off your order. And I should have had this loaded into the software, so I'm going to try to share it on my camera with my phone. Because Thad sent me his latest project he got done. And it's pretty cool looking. Hopefully everybody can see this. That's cool. It's Man. a school sign for a Minnesota Viking fan. That so, is awesome. Yes, I told him good work. Very, very well done. And here's what it looked like before it was finished. That is pretty impressive. Yeah, he does really good work. So so if you're looking for a, a wooden sign of any kind, give Thad a holler. Won't be disappointed. Um, the NFL season is over. Yes, sir. Do you have your preseason predictions uh, anywhere accessible? I can find them. Give me a second. Because I uh, just had mine pulled up here. Um, and looking at it, I did okay. I can find the playoffs. I don't think I can find every team. I did okay. So I'll, I'll go. Okay. AFC West had the Chiefs going 15-2. and two. They weren't that good when... 11 and 6 or whatever. Had the Chargers finishing 11 and 6. I was way off there. Denver 9 and 8. Finished right on. Right oh, there. no, you're right, right below. Yeah. Uh, pretty, been nine and eight. pretty much right there. Um, and then the Vegas Raiders 4, 7, and 10. AFC North, I was way off. I had the Cincinnati Bengals going 14 and 3. Um, they weren't that good even with Burrow, but I think they would have been, they obviously would have still been there uh, in the playoffs had Burrow. Stay healthy. Baltimore 13 and 4. So I got that right on the money. I just didn't have one in the AFC North. Uh Pittsburgh 10 and 7 had that right on the money, but I didn't have them make the playoffs. Way off on the Browns. I think we were both probably way off on the Browns. Had them at 6 and 11. Um AFC East had the Bills 12 and 5. They went 11 and 6. Dolphins 10 and 7. They went 11 and 6. So pretty close. Jets 10 and 7. Of course, Rogers injury. Patriots 5 and 12. They went 4 and 13. I feel pretty good about that one. Uh, AFC South, Jacksonville, ten and seven. I had Houston three and fourteen. And Houston <laughs> ends up winning the division. Had the Colts four and thirteen, and they were right there. Um, NFC East, Philadelphia thirteen and four. Dallas twelve and five. Pretty close on both. Uh, Giants eight and nine off there. Washington five and twelve. Uh, Niners eleven and six. Seattle nine and eight. Rams eight and nine. Fairly close there. Obviously, Rams got in. Seattle did. At Arizona one and sixteen. Um, <laughs> NFC North had Minnesota nine and eight, Green Bay eight and nine, both making the playoffs though. No, Detroit eight and nine. I uh, did have Detroit in the playoffs, didn't have them being that good. Uh, and then I have had New Orleans win in the South at nine and eight, Tampa Bay eight and nine, which is pretty much where they ended up. But uh, Tampa Bay in New Orleans was flipped. But then I had Cincinnati over Philadelphia in my Super Bowl, so that's not going to happen. Um, I I got my playoffs. I couldn't find. Um, give me a heads up next time. I'll be able to find. Yeah, it. I I literally just pulled it up two minutes That's before the show. Okay. I forgot to tell you. Uh, but my my playoffs in the AFC and the one seed I had Kansas City at twelve or fifteen and two, like you did. They made the playoffs, but didn't have that. Embarrassingly, I had the Jaguars going fourteen and three and winning the AFC. That's <laughs> not happening. It's the Cincinnati Bengals going thirteen and four. That didn't happen. Had the Bills going twelve and five. It's pretty close there. Had the Ravens going twelve and five. Had the Steelers going twelve and five, they made the playoffs. Born twelve five. Had the Dolphins going eleven and six, nailed it. NFC, I had the uh, San Francisco, who was my Super Bowl champ, at fourteen and three. I had Philadelphia at thirteen and four. I had uh, Detroit at nine and eight, winning the North, and the Saints at nine and eight, winning the South. I also had Dallas in the playoffs at twelve and five. And I had the Bears and Falcons both making it nine and eight. I had the NFC awful. <laughs> it wasn't very good. It was but. pretty bad. It, it got better as the year went around because the Rams kind of turned it on. And same with Packers, too. They kind of right. turned it on. But. Right. Yep. 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 But for week 18, who were three of your winners, three of your losers? Um, first winner, Houston Texans uh, going on the road. Uh, to a hostile environment in Indianapolis and coming out there with a win. Um, very fortunate win because uh, uh, 
Tyler Goodson, who's that his name for the Colts, dropped a wide open. It was, it was not a good throw by Minshew, but Goodson probably needs to catch that ball. I didn't mind the play call. I'll probably get flack for that, but I didn't mind it because all they were doing is run, run, run. I'm like, they got to pass it eventually. You you probably need to have Taylor in there. However, I kind of get not having him in there um, because, I mean, they wouldn't know who their ball's going to or you probably pretty yeah. sure it's going to Taylor. Uh, plus, Goodson was wide open. Play call wasn't bad at all. Uh, he's just, just got to catch the ball. Yep. Uh, wasn't the best throw. Could have been thrown better, but he's, he's got to make that catch yeah. in the day. I, I couldn't believe in my head. I'm like, Colts going to make the playoffs because Houston missed next point. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, one of my winners, Buffalo Bills. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, they already knew they were in the playoffs mm-hmm. going into yesterday, thanks to the Titans beating the Jaguars. But uh, to win in an environment which the Dolphins have been really good at down at home in Miami this year, this was a team that a lot of people wrote off as dead when they lost to the Denver Broncos. If not then, it was about a week or two later they wrote them off as dead. They got hot at the end of the year, and I would not want to play them in the playoffs. Absolutely not. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers going into uh, Baltimore. Torrential downpour the entire game. coming out. It's there always play. raining there anymore. I know, <laughs> I, I know Baltimore wasn't playing uh, their starters at all, but uh, Steelers still needed to go in there and get it done, and they did. And they got some help yesterday with uh, Tennessee beating Jacksonville. Yes. No, they, they, yes, they didn't get help. All the Steelers needed to do, I think, was win. Eh, I don't know. Uh, no, I think they. I don't know. I still yes. think they got some help. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, who was my other? Oh, uh, my second winner is Green Bay Packers, um, defeating the Chicago Bears yet again. Uh, but another team that a lot of people. Wrote off as dead halfway through the year, yep. and they got hot late late in season. Jordan Love proved he is their guy going forward. We both said he wasn't at one point this year. <laughs> uh, that's why we have a weekly podcast we do every week. We're so smart. Um, and and the Packers, man, they they're kind of like Steelers. They just find uh, that that franchise find ways to win. Yeah. My final winner here is the L.A. Rams. Um, of course, Niners weren't playing anyone either, but. Rams still went in there and won, and now a uh, little bit of a revenge game going in there to Detroit uh, for the L.A. Rams and Matt Stafford. And I think that is uh, the game that I'm probably looking forward to, maybe even the most, uh, this weekend. So It's intriguing storylines for sure. Uh, my last winner, who do I want to pick here? Hmm. Hmm. You know, even though... No, no, I know. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, third straight NFC South championship. First time they've done that in franchise history. Pretty good season for Baker Mayfield. I think he's their guy going forward. I'd be surprised if he's not. Um, I think Todd Bowles is a pretty good coach. He's pretty solid. Um, I start with the losers. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first loser, Jacksonville Jaguars. Absolutely. They were my AFC champs. And I mean, ever since that they mocked the terrible towel, they just their season went down yeah. the down the drain, and they just choked and stumbled over all over themselves. And yeah, that I, I thought the roster was too good to do that, but I was mistaken. I, I never bought into the roster, um, as 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 you know, uh, but uh, still winnable division. I mean, we made fun of that division. This is going to be the worst division of football, and then they ended up having three teams over five hundred, so it ended up being a pretty good division. <laughs> They were all three pretty mediocre, but uh, they're over 500. The state of Florida should have been fully represented in the playoffs. Should have. Yeah, Jacksonville screwed it up. But, um, yeah. Uh, The Jags were on my list as well. Uh, Dolphins are a loser just by default because uh, not uh, winning the division when um, they had a 14-7 lead. Honestly, they they got dominated last night. It it reminded me of the game in Miami against the Bills last year where Bills outgained them by 200 yards, but they kept forcing turnovers and they ended up winning by one. That's kind of how it felt in the first half. Allen turned it over twice. Um, they turned it over again in the second half. And um, the injury bug, uh, I'm not making excuses for why the Dolphins uh, did not win the division. Because if they beat Tennessee, they win the division. But they choked right. the 14-point lead with three minutes away. Or if Kadarius Tony doesn't line up off sides, uh, Dolphins win the division. Uh, but uh, they are just ravaged by injuries. Uh, of course, your two best pass rushers are out. 
Your third best pass rusher, Andrew Van Ginkle, got hurt last night. He's not going to play on Saturday. Um, depth guy Cameron Good blew out his knee on that punt return, and the reason why the 97-yard punt return touchdown happened is because he blew out his knee right where he was uh, going to be. Um, so he's hurt. They had to pull Melvin Ingram in off the street three weeks ago, and he played the most snaps he's played since week three of 2022. Emmanuel Ogba is going to have to be a guy there now. It's getting to the point where they might have to call up like Frank Clark, who Denver cut week six or whatever. And Seattle cut this year too. Yeah, and see what he's doing. Or Justin Houston just for to have some sort of body out there. So they're ravaged uh, by injuries. Um, Still, zero excuse. Um, Tua lights up the bad teams. Can't play, can't beat the good teams. It's been the theme of his entire career. Had a chance to go down there. I thought make, they were going to score for sure. Makes some I magic really did. happen. Uh, Tua throws a bad pick. I was mad at Tua at first. Then you watched the Chase Claypool route, and it was the worst route I think I've ever seen, <laughs> which is why Bears fans hated him so much because they're yeah. like, Fields isn't that bad. These guys can't run routes at all. After watching Claypool run that route, I now know what they're talking about. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> he folds when the lights shine the brightest, uh, which is so weird because he played in so many big games in college. Yeah. But the NFL, he just can't get it done, and uh, it is uh, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting offseason because he's uh, it's contract year, and um, they're gonna have to sign him to an extension because I mean it's so tough to find even good quarterbacks in the NFL these days, let alone great quarterbacks. And two is a good quarterback, but he's not gonna be that game changing guy. So I don't know how comfortable they're gonna be giving him 150 million like he's probably gonna want. Yeah, uh, it's to the point where you kind of have to do it though. Yep. You know? Yep. Well, it's like the Bears, if they if they make a choice to keep Justin Fields, they're going to have to pretty much give him an extension. Yeah. Just show they're all bought in. So. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate for the Dolphins, all the injuries. It's That's like every professional team, college team, anybody who wins a championship. It's not only are do you have to be talented enough, you have to get lucky too in the injury Absolutely. category. It's part of it. Yeah, so. which, I mean, it happens to every team. It just seems like every single week it's like, well, he's out. Well, he's out. Uh, the worst part about losing, obviously, they would have hosted, <clears throat> they would have hosted the Buffalo Bills, which would have been the worst anyway, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't have beat them two, two straight weeks. Let's be honest. Uh, but they go from playing in seventy degree weather to now going to Kansas City, where yeah. the wind chill is supposed to be eight below zero yeah. on uh, Saturday night, and Tua cannot play in weather below fifty degrees. So that's going to be a real interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, I wouldn't not- even say interesting. I'm not looking forward to it at all. <laughs> I'm not either because I'm going to be rooting for the Dolphins. I want the Chiefs out because I don't even want to. Yeah. The, I don't even want the possibility of them going back to back in there. But because yeah. I, I just know when they, as long as you have number fifteen by center, you got a chance. I know so, it's it's and uh, they got a good defense. So. And and it's on Peacock only. Roger Goodell knew what he was doing uh, with the Swifties because they'll they'll subscribe and they'll oh, be yeah. eyeballs it, on Peacock. It was, Comcast is loving this this year with the for the Big sure. Ten games that they've put on there on purpose yeah. and oh yeah. Their subscriptions accounts yeah. way up, way up. Uh, my next loser, I'm actually going to go with my Denver Broncos. Um, they didn't have too much to play for yesterday. There was no playoffs on the line. But you're playing against your most hated rival and a chance to have your first winning record in a season since 2016, and they just looked terrible yesterday. The score was actually closer in the game. Reflected, their defensive backs were off. They honestly looked like they quit part of the game. Um Eight nine. I mean, there was improvements from last year, but whoop de doo. Still haven't made the last time we made the playoffs. He won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl fifty, and it's gonna be an interesting off season. It seems like it always is for the Broncos, but it's it's gonna be a very interesting off season because they're gonna have to make a big time decision at quarterback, and with that big time decision, they're gonna have little money to do anything else. Yeah. So, and yep. that's the worst part about the Dolphins too. They are forty mil above the cap, which is second worst in the NFL. So yep. I don't know what they're going to do. So they're and, the- they, and they lost the Raiders for the eighth straight time. They haven't beat the Raiders since December yeah. of 2019. They haven't beat them since they became Vegas Raiders. It's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, my second loser, the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Arthur Smith, 7-10, and 10, picked eighth in the draft his first year. 7-10, and 10, picked eighth in the draft his second year. 7-10 and 10 are now picking eighth in the draft this year. The epitome of mediocrity. Uh, he he took a very talented offense, sands the quarterback spot, and turned them into black. And <laughs> now he's yelling at Dennis Allen because James Winston went rogue 
classic Jameis. Yeah. Absolutely classic Jameis. I wish somebody would give him a starting job game because he is maybe the funniest guy in the Don't NFL. put that out there, Josh, because you got to remember <laughs> who my head coach is. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> classic Jameis going against his coach's wishes to hand the ball to Jamal Williams there. And uh, Arthur Smith gets canned today. So maybe the Falcons are the winners, actually. But uh, Do you think Dennis Allen will get canned? I don't know. I just don't. And I like the guy as a Divas coordinator. I just don't think he's cut out to be head coach. I think we're all winners that we don't have to watch Derek Carr in the playoffs. Uh, he's the least aesthetically pleasing quarterback in the NFL. I think it's terrible. But uh, yeah, I've kind of come around to join you there this year. Yeah. Dennis Allen, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my last loser. Um. You know, I'm just going to put the Carolina Panthers out there. I didn't think they'd beat the Buccaneers, but they're so bad. They're such a bad franchise right now. They have fallen so far in the last five years. Um, They got a lot of work to do to even become competitive. Yeah. Uh, My last loser, uh, Ron Rivera. His career as a head coach likely comes to an end unless somebody gives him a chance. But I've said this on the podcast a few times. He is this era's Jeff Fisher. Um, Decent head coach. Had one great year, lost the Super Bowl, been mediocre ever since, and they still hold him to a high regard because of that great year he had yeah. with an MVP quarterback. Um, so, yep, yep, I agree. Those are good ones. Let's do some playoff predictions, shall we? Um, I do not have the schedule in front of me. I was not prepared. I, 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 I don't either, but I have it uh, close to being pulled up All here. Right. Uh, Saturday, I know we have. Uh, the Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. This is a tough one to predict. It really is. The Browns have been playing great football. Uh, well, they got schlacked yesterday. But I was happy for my guy David Bell to caught two touchdowns. Um, the rest of their starters, I'm going with the home team, though. I'm going with the Texans this one. Yeah, give me the Texans. I think the Cleveland Browns are a little bit too, uh, too banged up there. Uh, Miami Dolphins at the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll be rooting hard for the Dolphins. But unfortunately, I think the Chiefs get it done at home. This will be the J-Man's book of prediction of the week. Um, something tells me the Dolphins are going in there and winning. I, don't, I hope you're right. I, I don't know why that is. They'll get Waddle and Mostert back. Defense is still torn up. Xavier and Howard's probably not going to play. Jerome Baker blew out his knee uh, against the uh, Gar- Guardians. Good Lord. Against the Commanders. <laughs> Um, came back last night and hurt his wrist and had surgery today. So he's out for the year. Van Ginkle's probably out. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't believe in this Chiefs team. It's going to be hard to do it there, but uh, give me the Dolphins. One thing I do uh, like for the Dolphins, Vic Fangio. He knows the Chiefs very, very well. He he, he does. Uh, Jamie's book this week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watching for Life Home Auto, Business, Renters, Workers, Comp, and Farm Insurance. Contact Travis at 81968. Two, I, I don't even remember. 219-869-4561. Travis. Uh, moving on. <laughs> that was bad. I usually had it down pat. I, I haven't looked at the read in years Months. now. And for some reason, I just I can't get it through. Travis, Travis about watching at infb.com. Get some insurance. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. Oh, Bills are going to kill them. Bills are going to kill them. Green Bay Packers at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys as if, well. If, if, how fitting would it be, though, for the Packers upset them and McCarthy gets fired? <laughs> that would be pretty fitting. The whole state of Wisconsin uh, would love that. Yeah, I, I don't think the Packers do it, but at the same time, I don't put anything past the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs no. at this point. Uh, maybe the game of the weekend, L.A. Rams at the Detroit Lions. Lions have what they won more games this regular season since before you and I were born. Um, our wives were born, um, but but we weren't, and uh, yeah, they're significantly older than us, yes, yes, getting those ARP cards. (laughs) I'm gonna get killed later. Um, but uh, happy birthday to my wife, by the way. Yeah, I was was gonna give her a shout out then, and but I thought maybe I'll let her husband try to get the shout out first, so um, uh, but Stafford, the guy who I mean. Lion legend coming in, and I pull it for the Rams, and I think the Rams right. get it done. I completely agree with you. I am picking the Rams in this one. Uh, something about the Lions, uh, I just I just feel like they're going to choke so hard. Yep. Um, cheapest ticket there's four hundred fourteen bucks. Ooh. That's expensive. Can you imagine though, Josh, if the Lions and Browns make the Super Bowl? 
Yeah. I um, mean, it, I don't. I, I mean, it, I don't know. Worlds come to an end. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Monday night playoff game: Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here's my upset: the Buccaneers beat the Eagles. I'm I'm with you there as well. The Eagles have some issues. Sounds like they have some locker room issues as well. Um, they are in an absolute free fall, and Nick Sirianni can't get them turned around. Uh, give me give me Tampa Bay. No. Yep. That so. place will be rocking. Absolutely will. That Moody on Facebook says, living in Texas with obnoxious Cowboys fans everywhere. Go Pack Go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, sure. I bet it's brutal. I, I bet it would have been brutal if Texas would have beat Washington last week, too. <laughs> it's a Lions Brown Super Bowl in the world before the Kelsey Swift wedding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, man. Uh, well, let's talk some college hoops. Then hoops. As we, as we wrap up this pod, uh, it's. Big Ten race still very early, but getting getting interesting, a little bit. Um, <clears throat> up and down week for your Illini last week. Uh, they just that was, that was a pretty good week for my Illini. Let's be honest. Well, up and down as far as win and loss category. That's, That's what I was That's trying fair. to say. But the absolute shellac, Northwestern by thirty. I didn't Murdered see that him. coming. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. And then they went into a hostile environment, Mackey Arena Friday nights, and they could have laid down and got mm-hmm. killed, uh, especially down twenty one. Um, they fought back and made it a one possession game. And, uh, um, I mean, I could, uh, make a comment about the referee's call, but that's all right. I will not. Um, uh, but, uh, Purdue found a way to hold on, but, uh, I was, I was getting a little nervous there. Yeah. It was almost a carbon copy of last year's game. Um, if you remember, Illinois got down, I think Purdue was up 20. In the Sorry, second Josh, I have to get to this comment real quick. I think you'll, you'll uh, like this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> Billy. It says, uh, for everybody listening, long-time listener, first-time texture, have I missed a conversation on how great the Buffalo Bills are? Oh, uh, man. I can't you can't, say what you, you can't say what you want to say, let's be honest, because of FCC regulations. I, right? I will see him on Saturday. and um, He's got a mate. His Niners are chilling for the week. Yeah. So. yeah. so <laughs> funny, fu- funny Billy story. I'm going to throw him under the bus real quick. So we're in the hospital because <clears throat> um, my wife's in labor and I go out to the waiting room and we're watching football. So her aunt can go back and Billy goes out to the, um, th- 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 this is my wife's uncle, by the way, I should say that first. Um, he, he goes out to the uh, like lobby area of the waiting room and he starts pacing back and forth. And the lady goes, oh, first time grandpa jitters, huh? Or something like that. And he goes, yep. And he comes back in and tells us. And he's like, I didn't want to tell her I was nervous about the Niners-Eagles game. Was <laughs> close, but, uh, so that's, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk some trash to Billy this uh, week. All right. Fair. Fair. So. Baseball season's around the corner, but I don't know if that's anything exciting for either of you this year. So No. No. <laughs> what, what were we talking about? We're right oh. in Purdue, Illinois. Sorry. Purdue. Um, yeah. And, and then Illinois storms back, takes the lead after being down 20. Um, last year, and then of course this year they didn't take the. Lead. Oh, I was gonna say they didn't get the lead. I thought you were no, about let, yeah, I, I was saying it was a carbon copy almost yep. of last year's game. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, Domask had a pretty good game. Uh, Edie was dominant when he was in there, but he had some foul issues. Or got absolutely killed by Trey Kaufman. Ran uh, probably best game of his career. Yeah, yeah. It's finally mm-hmm. he showed uh, he showed the yeah. potential that we Purdue fans knew he had finally. Uh, Braden Smith top two or three point guard in college basketball, uh, probably second best point guard. I've seen Tyler Kolak killed Illinois earlier in the year. And then of course, Braden Smith mm-hmm. did as well. Uh, but uh, other than that, it was pretty, it was a pretty good game. Um, really? So uh, no, no complaints on my end, honestly. Yeah, it'll be a battle again in March. I'm not looking forward to that one. Um, yeah. and Illinois could look like a different team. Um, depending if Terrence Shannon Jr. gets a comeback or not. Yeah. I um, don't know the latest in that situation, but uh, I was happy. I mean, I was happy. I see a lot. Saw a lot of Purdue fans complaining about the win. I'm like, you still beat a top ten team. Yeah, I What's think it, I complain about. I, I I think Illinois is pretty dang good, even without yeah. Shannon. Yeah, so. they are good. They're a good team. Um, but it was it was a it was a fun matchup. It was a fun environment, even without students. Mackey was rocking. So um, no, I feel pretty good about it. And uh, now Purdue travels to Nebraska 
tomorrow night, which Nebraska is a tough place to play. Uh, Purdue's actually out there now because of the snowstorm that Nebraska is oh, yeah. getting. They got out there pretty early. That game's at 9 o'clock on Peacock. Purdue plays on Peacock, including last Tuesday, four Tuesdays in a row. Yeah. Cause I, I, I will say the Peacock like visual is fantastic. Oh yeah. They, yeah, they do a good job with it's the presentation. Great. Yeah. It's just, it's just a lot of people complain about it. it. And here's what I said to one of our friends today. Every sports fan might as well just get Peacock because there's only going to be more and more sporting events in the future. It's cheap, that. Just get it. It's got some good programming, some good yeah. movies too. So, yeah. But other than Purdue and Illinois, Big Ten's been kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, you saw Indiana get smacked and Nebraska but come back and beat Ohio State at home. Uh, Michigan State, like we said, uh, got beat by Northwestern yesterday. Uh, Michigan looks just terrible. Um, Wisconsin's winning the league right now. Uh, Rutgers Which, looks terrible. Wisconsin's legitimately pretty good. Yeah, I think they're good too. Uh, Minnesota's been a surprise so far, but we'll see. Long ways to go. Um, yeah. I, I just don't know. I, if I had a if I had to say how many teams I think get in the tournament from the Big Ten right now, I still don't think it'd be a high number. Yeah, five or six, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a big one here for Indiana tomorrow night. Indiana at a bad Rutgers team, but Jersey Mike's, man, it gets you. It does, but I think IU wins. I, I see nothing as Rutgers team right now. Uh, Rutgers really struggles offensively. I think Indiana struggles offensively. First one to 60 wins this one. I think Rutgers gets it done. Um, I Until – Indiana can win. I, I know they won in Michigan, but uh, yeah. consistently um, win on the road. Uh, give, give me Rutgers. Purdue at Nebraska. I think Purdue gets it done, but I think it's a tight one. Uh, Purdue's been bitten out there a few times in their past. Yeah. So they, they know they can't go in there and take it lightly. Um, after watching Purdue on Friday night, I will be surprised if they don't run the table in the Big Ten, honestly. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Uh, give me Purdue. Uh, Northwestern at Penn State. Big one, big win for Northwestern last night. Yeah, it was. Uh, just when I thought they were come back down there, that's a great way to respond after getting shellacked by thirty points. Uh, give me Northwestern. I don't, I don't like this Penn State team. Yeah, give me Northwestern as well. Um, Wisconsin, number fifteen, Wisconsin at Ohio State. I'm actually gonna take the Buckeyes in the upset. Uh, give me Wisconsin. I, I think this is Greg Gard's best team he's had in a few years. Uh, Thursday night, we have the loads for me. Uh, Michigan at Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, give me Maryland as well at home. And then we have uh, Michigan State at Illinois. I know you don't like playing Michigan State when Michigan State's coming off a loss. I expect this to be a really good physical game. I think Illinois gets it done. Um, I just I feel like Michigan State's going to win it. I I just I have this terrible sinking <laughs> feeling about it. Uh, so give me Michigan State. I just there's something about it. Um, I know what Underwood's you're doing. Kind of had Izzo's numbers. Um, Underwood's kind of had Izzo's number over the past couple of years, yeah. and for whatever reason, Tyson Tyson Walker really scares me. Uh, Friday night. For some reason my computer's not loading real quick, so I'm going to bring it up on my phone. We have Minnesota at Indiana. Indiana gets it done at home. I think I think Indiana yeah. has a good week this week. Uh, give me Indiana as well, and then we have Nebraska at Iowa. Ooh, ooh! Uh, <coughs> I'm gonna take Iowa. I don't know why, but I'm gonna take Iowa. Yeah, give me Iowa. Northwestern at Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Give me Wisconsin. Penn State. Purdue. Purdue. Give me Purdue. Maryland at Illinois. Illinois. Give me Illinois in that one. Rutgers at Michigan State. I will take Michigan State in that one. I will take Michigan State as well. I'll hit you with the birdie bogey here. See if you can take a commanding two-stroke lead on me. Jordan Love finished the season with 4,159 pass yards and 32 pass touchdowns. There are only two quarterbacks in NFL history to exceed those totals in their first season as a full-time starter. Can you name those two quarterbacks? What was the yardage again? 4,159 pass yards, 32 pass touchdowns. Got to get both to get anything. First year as a full-time starter? Yep. I have no clue. None. None. Um, oh, I'm going to throw out again. I don't think this is right, but he had a good year as a backup. Won a Super Bowl. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner is one of them. Good one. All right. Um, darn, I wish I would have been a par. Um, 
I know this isn't right, but it's the only guy that's coming to my head. Kirk Cousins. Oh, man. I thought for sure. I, I, I thought you'd get this guy and miss Kurt Warner. Pat Mahomes. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Wow. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I, 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 I just did, did, didn't, even, didn't even come to my head. I didn't yeah. even. Oh, it makes me get a reason to hate him even more. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man show live on the ISC Sports Network. We'll be back at her next Monday with another episode. Stay safe. Stay warm. Have a great week, everybody.